What's happening with it? This is Slink Johnson, a.k.a. Black Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And you're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that? You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. Featuring Pod of Thrones and the Shiznit. This is the Red Rock Podcast Network. From Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is the Shiznit. And your hosts, Damon Standifer, Charlie Bell, and Dean O'Red. Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. Well, all right. Welcome back to another episode of the Shiznit Show. We realize that you have a choice in your podcast listening, and we appreciate you listening to us. Well, there is no Damon, the Weasel. There is no Charlie Bell. See, it's just me. It's just Dino Red and the Shiznit Show. That's right, just me and you guys. Um, so you guys know that I will be going under the knife probably in less mm, in something like 12 hours or something like that, uh, from now anyway. Um, so there won't be a regular, the Shiznit show. There will be, however, what I've been promising you light skin matters that I co-produce with my two other light skin podcast brothers, Gil Laurie of the Onyx Truth podcast and be honest of the No Nonsense podcast. Those are both great shows, uh, two very different shows. I think Be Honest show No Nonsense is a little bit more like the Shiznit than than uh, the Onyx Truth. Honest Truth is actually nothing like it. It's still a good show. Um, so check those check those guys out. Um, the Light Skin Matters is something I came up with kind of uh, tongue-in-cheek initially you know everybody's got issues and everybody's you know got their thing the women the black women you know whatever and uh, I'm like you know what you even hear the light-skinned dark-skinned thing with women but the men are totally left out of that conversation totally as if there is no light-skinned dark-skinned issues when it comes to the men so I was like, we have issues, we have things. And so I got together with some of my other light-skinned brothers, and we decided to do a show about it and chop it up. And like I said, it was tongue-in-cheek originally uh, in the design, but we actually got to some real issues 
we actually touched on some real stuff. So there's a bit of silliness with us just having fun with it. And then there's a, a, a touch of us getting real with it. Some things, some experiences, some things that we've gone through that are uh, relevant to to us as light-skinned brothers in our journey through this North America wilderness. Uh, so anyway, I hope you guys dig it. As of yet, it's undetermined whether or not it's going to be more episodes. I have a feeling there probably will be. We'll see after we release it here on uh, Red Rock and see what kind of response we get. Hopefully we we get the kind of response that I, I hope and think we'll get. And uh, that's about it. So I'm not going to delay any longer. We're going to go ahead and uh, get right into it. So kick it. Well, all right. Hey, welcome to the first episode of Hashtag Light Skin Matters. You know what? Let me start by asking you guys, are we supposed to pronounce the hashtag nowadays, or do we just assume that everybody knows that's a hashtag and we just say the phrase? Or do you say Hashtag Light Skin Matters, or do you just say Light Skin Matters? I think you got to say the hashtag. Do you? That's what, the, that's what the cool kids do. Okay. So, welcome to the first episode of Hashtag Light Skin Matters, where your three light-skinned superheroes together uniting like a light-skinned podcast Voltron to bring you guys the real on what it's like on this blended life in America for us multiracial Negroes. But, you know, listening to you say it, now I think maybe you got to say the hashtag in the, in the next part together more. So you put a real big pause between hashtag and light-skinned matters. It needs to be more like hashtag light-skinned matters. Nigga, are you for real right now? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Real extra professional with it, you know. Okay. <laughs> oh. Hashtag light skin matters. Damn it, that's what we're talking about. Welcome to the first episode of hashtag light skin matters. Was that was that was that right, B? That's perfect. That's perfect, man. <laughs> I give it two thumbs up. <laughs> I'm leaving all this shit in too. I'm not editing it out. None of it. <laughs> Only way to do it. And uh, we are your hosts. Uh, we have to my right, my man, Be Honest from the No Nonsense podcast and uh, producer at the Rare Sonus. Is that how you pronounce it? Rare Sonus, but that's close Rare enough. Rare Sonus. Okay, because I know. So, say it again. Sonus. S-O-N-A-N-C-E. Rare I mean sound. Rare I mean Sonus. Sound. Rare, rare Sonus. Sonus. That's all right. You still black. I can tell you black because you can't pronounce words. <laughs> so even though you light skin. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm about to cut this nigga off right now. <laughs> and then we got <laughs> over to my left, the original light skin superhero, Gil. Gil, the light skin superhero from the Onyx Truth podcast. Right. And this, this dude got on a cape in this studio, y'all. <laughs> I do. <laughs> right, I'm saving all of them. God yeah. Damn. Captain Save Them Yellow. Free Rachel, goddammit. Hashtag Free Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's let's go ahead and jump right into it. We should probably start off by t- telling the people our background. 
since you know this is all about light skin and whatnot oh, people may not know like what exactly are are you know the, light skin can be um you know the product of numerous different combinations so yeah, they right. they don't know anything about us so let's start with with you gil all right so uh i'm mixed obviously i have a white biological dad who actually died a couple months ago and i have a black mother but in my unique situation I never grew up around any of my white side of the family because they were all basically racist as fuck towards me mm-hmm. and my family. You know, they like, obviously my, my white dad liked some black ass, but other than that, when it came to raising some mixed kids, he wasn't with that program. So that's how I came to be. And that's why when it comes to the honest truth, all I really talk about is black society issues and all these fucking crazy white supremacist motherfuckers out there. So that's what I do. What about you guys? Got you. Okay, be honest. What's what's your uh, racial makeup? All right. So uh, basically, I'm one of the Kente boys from directly from Africa. Y'all might know my cousin. He was in Roots. Oh, he was starting Roots. No. Yeah, he was. He started in Roots. So <laughs> honestly, though, I'm you know I'm from Atlanta, black and white. My mom is white. My dad is black. I was raised by my mother, but my mother didn't really make me go around her family either. So I didn't really. Get You know what? To be honest, I didn't get either side because my dad was in my life. My mom was in my life. They weren't together, but I was raised by my mom. I saw my dad every weekend, so I had a pretty good mix of everything. I never had to choose whether to be black or to be white or who to hang with, who to associate with. I kind of just fell into whatever was comfortable, whatever was natural. So and wait a minute. Life, wait, a, wait, a, wait a second. Wait a second. I'm sorry. How are you going to cut my intro off? Cause, cause, I'm sorry, man, because you're saying some stuff that I'm like, I got to, I got to, I don't know. I don't know about that. You You never had to pick a side. So you grew up in a, in a neighborhood that was equally black and white, and you just was whatever when you just hung out with your equally white and black friends? No. Listen to what I say. I never had to. I was never forced to pick a side. Okay. Not I never chose a side. Okay. I was never forced to pick a side okay. by, my, by my household. Okay. Okay. My bad. Know, okay. Now, my society bad. is much different, but I'm talking about in the house. Okay. I was trying to start you from, you know, back when the day I was born, it was rainy outside. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was trying to start there with it. Okay, okay Kunta, so I, I, I got you. I got you. Got you. Right. So, yeah, I never was forced to pick a side. I just, you know, different stages of my life, I, I hung with different types of people. So I feel like I'm, you know, pretty diverse when it comes to philosophy and attitude about the world, et cetera. So, you know, but I mean, you know, I'm married to a black woman. So I have her her family as well to kind of be around. But, you know, that's just what it is. Okay. Okay. Cool. Not you, well, Dino. <clears throat> well, me, I was uh, I was born by the river in a little tent, and uh, just like that river, I've been running ever since. From the police? It's been a long time coming, but a change is going to. No, I'm just. <laughs> I was, I was trying to ask me how I many like, verses you were going to I was like, like, these like, niggas don't recognize this song. <laughs> like, y'all really are light-skinned. Y'all don't know Sam Cooke when you hear him. No, uh, okay. Too dark. I, I'm the one. I'm, I'm, I'm the exception out of the three of us. I, I am not biracial. Um, I'm close, though. Kind of close. Uh, my mother was about who passed away a couple of months ago as well, or near the same time as, as Gil's dad, I guess. Um, she was about about 75% white. And then and my, my dad's just like a regular brown black dude. So, dude, I'm looking at your profile picture, dude. You are like hella yellow, man. I mean, you're, 
You're, you're brighter than me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, people, people oftentimes don't know that I'm black. You know, white and black people or whatever, which I which I find that baffling because my features are very African. You know, my my lips and my nose are traditional black features. But I guess people can't see past the colors because, you know, I'm 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 not really yellow. I'm basically the same complexion as a white person and I have green eyes and blonde hair. So I guess people see those 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 color combinations and can't see my features past that and, and are uh, thrown off. You got- you got that old Malcolm X hair. Remember, remember when uh, Malcolm X, before he converted to Islam, he was putting all that fucking perm shit in his hair. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't have Malcolm X hair because I would never. If I put that kind of stuff in, if I put that stuff in my hair, my right hair would now. fall out. I'm looking at your pictures right now. I mean, you got that straight. You just put like a, a fucking comb through, and it just fucking glides through your hair so nice and smooth. What the fuck's going on over here, man? That, that, natural, that natural soul glow. <laughs> so yeah so um so obviously you know even though my mom definitely could pass she never had any you know uh she never even thought about it that never really even was part of her makeup and if you didn't know my mom was black which a lot of people didn't by the time she said three words you'd know she was black (laughs) because she she definitely she didn't have none of the color but what she didn't have in color she definitely made up for an attitude you know, so she she definitely came and she was like a, a little something. She's only five foot tall and she just was like thought she was the baddest thing in, it, in, in, so, in any room. So, you know, you know, what I want to talk about real quick. So be honest. You said you grew up with um, both your parents or you were at least around both of them. Right. Right. So from my experience dealing with other mixed people that primarily grew up around white people, a lot of these mixed people that I've encountered. A lot of these people don't even want to claim to be black. They prefer to claim strictly mixed. And a lot of these people espouse some type of light-skinned supremacy over blacks. And I say that because I actually had a dude on my show a few months back that was just like that. He, uh, white mother, black father, I think he grew up in the same household as them. But when it came down to how he viewed black people, oh my goodness, this dude sounded like he was a fucking member of the KKK and shit. So, <laughs> you know, I find that I find that kind of amazing with you, how you don't have similar views. You know, I'm not trying to stereotype all light skinned people that grow up around their white side of the family or whatever the case may be, but you know, it's just based upon my experience. That's just something that I've noticed with a lot of mixed people. Have hmm. you ever so- noticed that? So, oh, that's your question. Have I ever noticed that? I was trying to figure out what the question was. (laughs) It's not like a bunch of of accusations. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So so here's the thing, man. I I think it's bullshit when when light-skinned people act like that. First of all, I don't care what they say. Black people have accepted me more than white people have. Let me let me let me rephrase that. Black people have accepted me as more like them than white people have accepted me as being more like them. So regardless of where you grow up. And maybe it just happens that I was born in Atlanta and Atlanta is a, is a chocolate city, you know, 85 percent black. So maybe it's just that there's a, you know, the culture in Atlanta is just, you know, more black. So it's possible that that played a part in it. But I think that's real bullshit. Me and Dino were actually talking about this a, a couple of weeks ago about how black people have always accepted both of us as opposed to white people being like, yeah, right. kind, yeah I mean, you know, you kind of like. Right. But I, I will, I will, uh, I can lead credence to the fact that some white people, or I should just say non-black people, 
they do look at us light skinned people differently than than black people. Um, not all of them. Some of them just see, you know, some of them just like all niggas is niggas. But some of them do think like, because I've I, they've they've told me like to my face like, well, you know, well, you, yeah, you're black because your dad's black, but you're not black black. You're not like him. You know, like you're different. You know, <laughs> like, right? You know, I've I've heard that kind of stuff a lot. You know, so there there is some. Uh, we can't say that we're not viewed you know differently by the outside because we are you know what it's like it's kind of like that um you know you have that one friend that's kind of lame and y'all can pick on him because he's part of the crew but if anybody outside of the crew picks on him then y'all mess those dudes up it's kind of like that like yeah. black people feel like they can pick on us but don't let anybody else say anything about us yeah yeah that's it that's true i, I believe that wholeheartedly because when i was growing up i used to get clowned a lot they used to call you know by my own relatives because you know i'm a matter of fact prior to my cousin's daughter being born i was the the lightest person in my entire family so uh i used to get called a uh, dirty white boy zebra all this shit but you know i never took offense to it because you know my, my uh, joke skills were just as powerful as theirs so but um yeah I can, I can definitely understand that how people can the outsiders they can't climb you but the insiders can climb you because that shit happened to me a lot growing up oh yeah but, growing up still to this day <laughs> to this day, I'm still. Anytime there's a, a you know a white man joke or a white boy joke to be to be made, you know it's 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 right there. I'm you know the go to dude. Obviously, have you ever been told? Have you, either of y'all ever been told you can't say the word nigga? Like just joking? Somebody oh said, hell no, no. Nah, ain't nobody ever. No, nah, ain't nobody that. even. No, nah, ain't nobody even played with me like that. <laughs> I ain't never been told that one before. No, I ain't never heard. You've been told that. Be honest. I have, but it was, I mean, they were joking, okay. but it was still, it was still a joke that, you know, there's a little truth in every joke. So how do you guys feel about that word? Do, do you feel like, how do you feel about saying it? I feel like Paul Mooney say it, like how Paul Mooney says, like, <laughs> nigga, 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 I say it a hundred times a day, keep my teeth white. <laughs> I mean, no. uh, how, how, I, how I view it is, um, you know, basically take goes back to the old plantation, you know, you got your... House slaves and your field slaves, your light skin and your dark skin, but at the end of the day, they're all goddamn slaves on the goddamn plantation. So, with that being said, shit, any light skinned person, you know, that has some kind of blackness in them, they're obligated to say nigga just as much as any uh, straight up nigga can say nigga. So, it is what it is on that front. My, my serious answer, though, B, um, to that question, I think it's a word that we have given too much power to, you know. Um, Especially lately, because it's it's crazy to me. Because all of, you know, the way I grew up and the way it was, it was like we said the word in private, we said it amongst ourselves, and we always did whatever. And then all of a sudden, I woke up one day, and not only were black people not supposed to say it anymore, but then I start hearing all these these black people who are my age who said that they they never heard that word growing up and you weren't allowed to say that and and I'm like what the fuck are you kidding me like are you kidding <laughs> me right now I I got one friend she's in her 50s from Indiana saying that she never heard the word until she moved to California in her teens and I'm like what I'm like yeah. like I just find that like so hard to believe like I I, I have I had I just so much clan in Indiana. How the hell did she not hear that shit? Right. Man? Right. I mean she you know, she's and she's I mean she's don't don't get me she's as nearly as bright as I am, but still she's clearly black. 
<laughs> you know, clearly blacker than me. So I, I just don't, I don't, I just don't get it. I don't get all the, how we don't, can't say it now and how we never said it in retrospect either. All of a sudden it's been erased, you know, not, you know, and, and that just, that kills me. Obama brought it back though. Obama brought it back. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about Obama. So I think that, um, Obama put that black fist up today, man, and just like, fuck it. I'm singing the Amazing Grace. That shit is in K flat. It wasn't even in a key. He was like, I don't give Did you see the guy in the back who was looking like, what the fuck? He took his sunglasses off and shit and stood up like, oh, hell yeah. You see that guy? <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, heard, I heard a different message from Obama, man. I heard, I heard of a bunch of apologies and we need to keep on praying to, to God to come save black society. That's what that's what I got out of that, what, 30, 40-minute speech he gave, man? I, I didn't really hear too much. Um... Oh, no, no, no. I'm a, I'm a nigga. I, I didn't listen to the speech. I just looked at the little YouTube video of him saying <laughs> no, I actually, well, I actually listened to the speech. Matter of fact, I was listening to that shit right before we got online. But, uh, yeah, man, I, I didn't hear none of this. I just heard a bunch of apologies, dude. And I was like, why, why is he doing this? But, I mean, I understand it's a eulogy. You can't go straight into nigga mode at a eulogy. But at the same goddamn time, it's like, bruh. Plus, that's the spirit of Christianity, <laughs> right? I mean, that's uh, that's what he was basically embodying. That's that's the spirit of Christianity. I mean, that's, that's yeah, I, I I get that. I understand it, but I'm just like, man, it's like you got motherfuckers walking into church, just blowing motherfuckers away, man. It's I don't know, man. I just I just see it totally different. I'm I'm just not. I don't know. Well, I, I don't know if you see it, head, but you know. Yeah. I don't know if you see it differently because I don't know how I see it. I haven't even seen it yet, so I don't know if we disagree. We we might actually agree. But I know that he also said the word nigga on Monday on the Mark oh, Moran podcast. Oh, yeah. Well, in regards to that, you know, he was just using it from the historical context. But, you know, everybody's like, oh, my God, the president said nigga. Like, nigga, y'all been Fox, yeah. nigga since day one. <laughs> Fox is like, now everybody can say it. All right. All right. So we're talking about light-skinned shit, everybody. And... We got a couple questions, a couple issues we got to go over. So one of the very first questions that was presented to us is, is it okay to play Drake with the car windows rolled down? We all know Drake is the uh, light-skinned hero of Canada up there. So uh, how do you guys feel about that? Well, I personally wouldn't play Drake with the windows (laughs) up or down because I don't like Drake. Fuck Drake. What? I fucks with Drake, man. I, I play that motherfucker with the windows down. I don't give a fuck. Drake, Drake. Fuck the Drake. Hate the Drake. <laughs> Drake's light skin. I, I, I got to represent for him. Fuck that. Yeah, you got you to gotta like Steph Curry and Drake, man. The thing about Drake is Drake is probably one of the best MCs out. However, he just knows what sells records, so he kind of makes it sensitive for the ladies or whatever. But I think we got to separate the two things, his music from who he is as a person. Because of that, I'm not riding with the windows down. No, nobody, I'm already light-skinned. <laughs> nobody can hear me playing Drake. If I do, it'll be windows up or headphones or something. Yeah, I, I just I don't even have a good reason why I don't like Drake. I mean, I'm not a his, – his music is definitely some of the best that's, you know, out these days, which is not saying a lot. Okay, let's get that straight right now. <laughs> That's not saying a lot, but I give him that. But it's just I just don't like that nigga. Just don't. I don't. I don't like the way. I don't like the way he looks. I don't like the way he sounds. He's always crying and whining on records and shit. I don't. He just, Drake goes hard for Team Light Skin, man. This dude is out there banging Rihanna. I think he give us a bad he's out name. There banging strippers in Houston. This motherfucker's putting in work. I think he. Gives and he's, us going, a bad he's name. going to Instagram. He's going to Instagram and um, 
getting your girls, everybody's girl. He's like, that's you right. know, adding them and stuff. That's that's hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Drake is doing it for team light skin. How can anybody light skin hate this dude, man? I don't like him. I'm that nigga. I'm that one. <laughs> you, hate, you hate Steph Curry too? No, no, I like Steph Curry. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think, Team I think Riley. He has, he's more arrogant. He's more arrogant acting than Drake does. Nah, mm-hmm. he's super humble. He's a Christian and stuff. That's the one thing I don't like about him. No, but I like him anyway. Okay, you you don't like him because because he's a Christian? No, 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 no. I said I, I said I don't like that about him, but I like him oh. anyway, despite okay, the fact it. that he's a Christian. Speaking of artists, um, did you guys see Barack Obama singing "Amazing Grace"? Yeah, you uh, got to give it up. Listen, don't get me started on that shit. <laughs> Hey, what? How how you gonna hate on light skinned president singing Amazing Grace? He mixed right. too. Alright, the brother was singing a song and man, that, that dude sounded horrible singing that song, but I you know, I got some other issues with that whole speech. You know what? I just thought I just thought of something. Side. I just thought of something real quick. So here here's an important question that we need to address. What year did light skinned guys officially go out of style? Because you know, we always hear this shit saying light skinned men ain't in style, light skinned people ain't in style. So all three of us light skinned. What fucking year did we go out? Because in my opinion, I've been in since 1980, the year I was born. So I don't know what the fuck everybody else is talking about. What do you guys feel about that? We never go out of style. We like Levi's. So what is, what is, what is all this fucking. What? I, I think there there had there was a there was a shift, and you know what I'm saying it was it was two different things though. It was a technical going out of style and really going out of style. Did we ever go out of style? No, not really. But technically, about ninety two, ninety three, when the you know the HBCU thing happened and everybody was wearing those you know African colors, and that's when they started trying to push that whole dark skin bald head dude stuff. But what happened was all the girls would sneak back over to the light skin when they was trying to have a baby. <laughs> so technically we went out in 92 90 somewhere around there but actually we never time, went out. that was around the time wesley snipes hit the scene wasn't it exactly same thing same little time period oh, i think that was around wesley. the time i was told by a casting director that i wasn't black enough you see what i'm saying i i, I speak truth i speak truth that's why i'm be honest <laughs> so wesley snipes fucked it up for all for lights team light scan huh Ain't that so so yeah, yeah. So I think that ninety two, ninety three. We'll just say ninety two, ninety three in that area because that's you know that's a comfortable gap. But I think that that was just literally the the technical saying. So it wasn't necessarily what, reality. So what year did we actually officially start coming back in style? Hmm. Well, I think that um, once you get a light skinned president, it's, the shit is is over. The the jig is up for the darkies, <laughs> for the sparkies. <laughs> <laughs> I said the darkies <laughs> for the field negroes. <laughs> so it, it so it didn't matter when it uh, when it started, but the shit was over with when Barack got uh, elected. Said the darkies, get the fuck out of here. Dark skin, look, look, dark skin niggas started bleaching their skin. Who that Charlemagne on the radio or whatever? Nigga started bleaching his skin. <laughs> Charlemagne the guy. I don't. I don't know. It's just. It's like a. It's like a dumb joke or rumor that goes on. I don't think it's true. I don't know. But I'm just. You know, niggas started doing whatever they could, staying inside in the summertime and stuff. Nigga, no, it's over with. Wow. Mm mm mm. That's fucking crazy, guys. Man. What other question you got? Go ahead, Dino. I was gonna say I have a question for you guys. That's not on the the list. It's it's, of kind of spontaneous question. Do you guys find did you guys find it uh, find this to be true like I did like you know we, black men are known for being able to date 
and racially pretty easily. Um, do you find that more true of our dark skinned brothers versus us? I felt like this is what I feel like. I feel like, I mean, not that I didn't have a, a couple of, uh, non-black girlfriends, but it felt like to me, most chicks, if they wanted a black dude, they wanted a quote unquote, real black dude. And like, kind of like, you know, if they were, if they were fucking with us, it was almost like, what's the point? You know what I mean? So they wasn't really kind of digging on us. They would rather be with that's, the like not, the dark skin. That's not like, uh, like a personal problem right there, bro. I never had no problem with the sisters. <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. I didn't say sisters. <laughs> sisters. I didn't yeah, say right sisters. Guys. I said non-black oh. women. Oh, okay, okay. Now, I never, honestly, me, I've never had an issue with any uh, flavor. I've had white girlfriends, Hispanic girlfriends. Uh, okay, shit. I mean, I that's just, all. I just said I've dated, you know, non-black mm-hmm. women, but I'm saying I felt like, okay, so you can't relate. What about you, be honest? Is it just me? You can't relate either? <laughs> No, no, no. I, I totally agree, man. I think in middle school or something, I had a white girlfriend, but it was like, you know, platonic because I was in middle school. But right, right. As an adult, I've never dated a white woman. None have ever been interested in me either. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's probably because I'm fair skinned. I, I, I feel like that. You know, most of the women walking around Atlanta that are, are white, that are with, with black guys, they're usually dark skinned black guys. Yeah. You don't, you rarely see an interracial, uh, uh, Couple, you you rarely see now the the women are different. Now the light skinned black women, everybody want them, but the light skinned black dudes, you usually only see sisters with us. You don't usually see light skinned black dudes with non black women. Not right. not like you see dark skinned dudes. I would agree with that. Maybe Gil has a different opinion, but I would agree with that. Uh, let's see. Well, not not that I'm pissed off about it. It's just a simple uh, observation. Uh, from my experience, I, I haven't really uh, seen it to that degree. I mean, I've seen a bunch of light-skinned guys with all kinds of different women. You know, okay. I, I just haven't really. I mean, obviously, I've seen more light-skinned dudes dating, you know, primarily brown-skinned, dark-skinned women. I, I don't really. Because they love the fuck out of us. Yeah, they, you know, dark-skinned women love light-skinned dudes. Yes, they do. They do. Because they, they, it's, it's, uh, they live vicariously through us. <laughs> that's what it is <laughs> yo why, but while you playing though um, I have a lot of friends that are from like country towns and stuff like in South Carolina and stuff and their parents literally had something called a paper bag test and if they brought a boyfriend or a girlfriend home that wasn't lighter than a paper bag they wouldn't allow them to date them well, and I these are black parents I don't think their parents invented that but okay <laughs> no, I, I, no I'm not saying they invented it yeah, I'm just no. saying like <laughs> no I hear you just, you just the way you said it is like like it was unique to that family, the 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 paper bag <laughs> test. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I've seen a lot of light skinned dudes just dating. I don't know. I, I just never seen it to the degree that you guys are saying. It, okay, I'm pretty sure it exists. Well, you know? I mean, you know, it's cool. If you can't relate, you can't relate. But I was just wondering if it, I'm glad that uh, be honest, uh, you know, could could uh, verify because I definitely felt. You know, I, I, that's something I noticed. But just you like know, you just, know, what else is funny? I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I had a, it's 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 on the topic, but it's a little bit off. So if you want to go ahead first, it's fine. No, go ahead. All right. So I had this black chick tell me one time that she wouldn't date me because I was light skinned, and you know why? She said because light skinned people smell like something when they sweat. They stink when they sweat. That's dogs what she said. smell like dogs. No, she didn't say anything. She just said stink. Y'all uh, y'all stink when you sweat. I was really? Like, what? Wow. <laughs> What kind of women are y'all running into, man? Ain't nobody ever told me no bullshit like that. They just didn't say it to your face. They're saying it behind your back. Hey, I, I, ain't never, I ain't never said it to my face. I 
That's crazy. I never heard nothing like that. I mean, I heard people say that about white people, but I've never, right. I never heard anybody say that about light skinned people before. Yeah, that's that's crazy. <laughs> I told you you stink, man. What the fuck? That's no, incredible. when you sweat, that's like it's even worse. Like when you sweat. So I mean, damn, she's talking about fucking really. <laughs> so, so, I was, so I was halfway in. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, she was thinking about fucking me, but it was just like, damn, you might stink when we fuck. So, ah. <laughs> wow. I heard that one before. That's, that's brand new right there. Wow. Here's another question, guys. Okay. How come, how come light skinned couples look like siblings? Because we don't. Because <laughs> we really don't. Now, I'm going to just keep it real. I've never dated a light-skinned girl before ever have i had sex with one yes but i've never dated one and honestly the reason why i never dated one because this was always one of my fears right here was that people would think that my light-skinned girlfriend was actually my damn sister man and you know i don't know where that fear came from or who put that thought in my head but that's one of the reasons why i have just never been down with dating light-skinned women that's crazy just, i just don't want people to think we're related you know Gil, your, your wife is not light-skinned I'm a wife's brown skin, man. Okay. What about you, B? What, what, what about your wife? My wife is brown skin as well. Oh, so I'm the only one that got a yellow woman. Yeah. yeah. So you so you don't deal with that? You don't you don't you don't be out in public and people think y'all are related and shit? No, no, yeah, sometimes. Um and then there's like <laughs> you would say none and sometimes. <laughs> no, 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 I was saying I was saying no, I do, you know, like no, that's not the case, you know. Uh, but uh yeah, yeah. That that happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. It uh, happened. How, how, do you, how do you react to that? Like what happens? I just say no. It's like no. It's my wife. You know. It's, yeah. No. That's that's my wife. Because sometimes I can see the wheels turning because they're they're looking at us like when the baby's with us. I mean, she's six, but we still call her the baby. Um, you still have her in a stroller? No. But they'll they'll. You're not, you're, you're, hey, you're not white then. <laughs> <laughs> but but I can see like they're looking at, at the fan at uh, the three of us. They know we're family, and they're trying to like they're trying to figure out if. We're husband and wife, and that's our baby. Or if I'm like, if we're brother and sister, and Danya's like either my my daughter and my wife's the aunt, or vice versa. You know what I mean? They're like trying to figure out like what's what's the connection. Some people have just straight out asked us. You know, especially like the older black ladies, they'll just ask you like, "Baby, are y'all? You know, what, what's what's going on? Are y'all the? And like, no, we're we're married. We're husband and wife. Like, oh, because." So, so- yeah. I don't really understand. I don't understand this. So is the idea that light-skinned people all look alike? Is that what we're, that I, question is going towards? I think yeah, so. I so. That, that's I pretty much so. it. But, I mean, that's like but, asking Chinese people, well, are they related? The reason, well, the reason why I say that because everywhere I, <laughs> here's, here's, everywhere I go, I'm sure you guys have heard this shit before. Everywhere I go, somebody always swears I look like somebody they know. That's what I'm <laughs> so, oh, yeah. I would obviously make the leap that, okay, well, if a light-skinned person is dating another light-skinned person, then it's probably, you know, a logical assumption to think that somebody would think that this light-skinned man and woman could quite possibly be related. You know what I'm saying? So that's how that's how I came to that thought. But What I also I get, what we also get, though, is that she looks like my nieces, you know, which she doesn't, just like she doesn't look like me, you know, but you know they're all yellow so therefore they all look alike you know and they also sometimes think that uh my my sister is her mom because you know so it's just they they think all kind of crazy different things you know so just based on on the fact that we're all yellow 
Hashtag light skin matters, man. <laughs> <laughs> These light skin streets are real. <laughs> what what else we got, Gil? Struggles, All right, uh, what's the next question? Uh, here's one. So, <laughs> if, if I agree to work in the house, will everybody outside hate me? Yes. You know what, man? <laughs> this, this right here, and I know this is figurative, but this shit is the truest of all the questions so far. It's amazing to me how dark-skinned people really believe that we walk around and get all these privileges. Got a charm life. Saying, yeah, I'm not saying we don't get some privileges, but they really believe that it's really a house nigga, field nigga situation going on even today. And I, I just don't agree. I don't know. Do y'all agree with that? No. I mean, no, not to that extreme. I, I agree with everything you just said, that there is some differences. There is a little privilege. Not no, no lie. No lie. But for the most part, they see us all as niggas, uh, you know, like light skin, dark skin, whatever. If anything, I think sometimes we have it worse because we don't you know, we got we got that that thing where we don't quite fit in with our dark skin counterparts and we get we get shit about being the, the light skin ones. And then the white ones, you know, it's kind of like, you know, well, you're better than than them, than the darkies, as uh, as you call them, be honest. But you're 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 still not white so we don't really accept you you know so it, it, it's definitely a, 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 a you're stuck between a rock and a hard place no I was, oh my bad no i was saying i agree that's basically how how i've always seen things and how things have always been presented to me is like yeah they know we're black we all understand that we are viewed slightly different from society but at the same time it's not like it's this major deal, like, oh, you're light skinned, you know, I'm like, all right, whatever, dude. Right. Yeah. But okay, so but both you guys are saying to me it sounds like you guys are flipping it and saying that we have less privilege because as I've always said, I don't know why nobody gets this. Uh not you guys, I'm talking about people who aren't light skinned or mixed anyway. What people don't get who are you know what I'm saying, who aren't mixed, they don't realize that each one of them says that, oh, well, you're white. And the black, one, the black people say, oh, you're white. And the white people say, oh, you're black. But what they don't realize is that we're not both. We end up being neither. Neither, right, right. Yeah, we, we get, you know what I'm saying, ostracized for something on both sides. Either we have one-sixteenth of black blood in us, so we're not white, according to the government, you know, in the back in the day. Or <laughs> we're, we're real light-skinned because our hair isn't kinky or whatever or whatever the the qualification is for being a, a nigga is you know oh well you're not you're not black you a, you a white boy or or whatever you know what i'm saying so it's like we actually in, in some cases we get it worse because we don't really have something that we can just all the way fit into we can put our foot in the white and we can put you know our leg and our arm and maybe one of our ears in the black you know what i'm saying it's like never fully we're never fully in, in any side right i agree with that oh I, uh, I don't really agree with that man because like I say, based off my personal life experiences, I've just never had an issue with black people not totally accepting me. And like I say, they might. The hell was that? Wrong hey, answer. Nah, hey, that, that was, <laughs> you, you grew up in you, you grew up in California, dude. I grew up in Florida, so I'm in the I'm in the dirty South. So I I just never had that experience. I'm just man. I'm just pleasant, uh, messing with you, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now I have had the experience where I haven't been accepted by white people, and like I can say that's obviously that's. You know, I can speak to that to my, to my own freaking biological family. So seriously, though, you've been you've been embraced by black people. Like you feel holy all your whole I, life. Everywhere, dude. I went to a black. I went to Tuskegee University. I went to a black college. So I've never had an issue with 
being accepted or being around black people, period. I didn't really first start experiencing black people hating on me because I'm light skinned until I started getting into the world of Facebook and started running into all these really pro black Negroes. Yeah, that's honestly, that's exactly when I first started really, really experiencing dark skinned people who hate light skinned people. But before Facebook and all that, all the social media shit kicked off. Nigga, I was accepted everywhere I went by black people. I just never had that problem. And you know what? You mentioned something that um, I, I, I do feel like black people have accepted me more. However, I've always, you know, I went to a hood high school, too. So in my high school, the girls had gold teeth. And um, <laughs> I, I would I would constantly be the butt of jokes. But at the same time, you know, it was still like it was in there was endearment. It was the jokes were they were. They were they had sharp edges, but they were loving. You know what I'm saying? I did get embraced more there. But, you know, I definitely saw that I wasn't all the way part of whatever it was that was going on on either side of it. I just never felt that way, bro. I was always accepted. I, I'm going to be know. honest. I, I've been uh, I felt I felt uh, accepted for the most part. But at the same time, I felt ostracized, you know, called albino and white boy. And, you know, as a matter of fact. I remember coming home from school as a kindergartner asking mama, what is a white boy and am I one? And she said, why are you asking me that? I said, because all the kids at school calling me a white boy. I, what is that? And, you know, am I a white boy, mama? She's like, no, baby, you're not a white boy. But, you know. I'm about to start crying for you. But here, that, that, right. Well, I mean, it feels <laughs> well, I ain't trying to make anybody cry or feel sorry for I'm just telling you what's real. That's that's my, my I remember that on my first day of school, you know. You like I, you like skin and getting extra sensitive over here. <laughs> <laughs> it just hey, that's why we that's why we got this this program here because we do have issues that are just like everybody else. We have issues that are unique to us just like every any kind of group any kind of people any kind of way you can uh put people in a group they have issues that are all their own too even though there's some other well let me let me tell you what i do i i've caught myself doing this i'll be on let's say one of the areas that's nicer here in atlanta i'll be in buckhead and um i find myself you know walking a different way and kind of acting a little bit different you know what i'm saying almost like a chameleon and then i go into the south side of atlanta which is you know Anything south of 20 is, is, you know, more hood or blacker. And I'll be down there and I'll change up some of the way the words that I'll use. And I mean, I'm, of course, it's just affectation. That's all it is. But I've caught myself doing that sometimes. Do you guys ever do that or do you just keep it the same way all day, every day? No, I, I agree straight, with you. I do the same thing. Code switching. Come on, just straight code switching and stuff. What do you mean by code? All, that's, that's, that's the term for that, what you just that's, described. That's proper. That's the proper term for it. It's called code switching. When you get around okay. white people, you sound extra proper. You get around a bunch of niggas and you sound extra niggerish and shit. Or you, or you basically just talk about, talk like how you would around your homeboys. But I think everybody does that, man. You know, like I said, when I go to my job, I'm consciously aware of how I speak around people because, you know, I work with some white folks that look at black people a certain kind of way. I'm not saying that they're racist, but they might be suspect racist. I should say it like that. Especially since, since this uh, fucking confederate flag debate's been going on but when i get around black people or my homeboys or whatever you know i just you know just fucking just be myself but honestly i think that's what everybody does it's not something that's just unique to light-skinned people you know no i agree with gill on that one i think that's something that all black people pretty much have to to deal with i think i think with us there might be a, a couple of different uh, aspects that come into play that don't come into play for, for, for regular black people. For example, 
uh, black people do it in the hood just probably because they feel a little bit more comfortable. But I think, I think when we do it in the hood, we kind of have to do it not only because not, not just because we feel more comfortable, but also to kind of let like niggas know that we not punks because that's kind of uh, what's, because uh, 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 that's kind of what's assumed. It's assumed that, you know, Oh, this light skin, nigga, he's a mark. He's a punk. He's a buster or whatever, you know, it's busy bone said it the best. Don't let the light skin fool you. So I honestly think that is one, that is one thing light skin people have to be aware of when we're around a bunch of black people, especially in the hood environment is that, Unfortunately, they might view us as soft because we are light skinned until you, you know, have to knock a nigga's head off or some shit like that. So. Right, and the media helps with that that portrayal. Yeah, they do. They they you yeah. never you never see dark skin you never see light skin uh, thugs or gangsters or or uh, whoever thought that uh, you'd hear three black dudes complaining about not being portrayed as the thug. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no but seriously though in any type anything that's considered tough or or manly uh, in hollywood you never see a light-skinned dude portrayed that way the, the the best that we get is the nice guy that's the best that we get is is nice guy but we yeah. never get tough guy we never get you know badass we never get anything like that we nice guy is the best that we'll get we'll we'll, we get we'll We'll What's his name? Shamar Moore. We get him. Right, right. Well, oh, right. Well, and he's he's, the, like, he's like a sensitive thug. <laughs> right, right. The guy who's going to treat the woman good or whatever. That's the best that we'll get. But, but yeah, we never get, you know, they never. Unless you're a Puerto Rican. They let Puerto Ricans be thugs. Yeah, they'll let the light Puerto Ricans be thugs. That's true. But not the light-skinned brothers. But in reality, though, a lot of times we're we're quicker to fight because it's just like that. It's kind of like the Napoleon complex. You know, it's like a lot of times we feel like we have something to prove, you know what I mean? And we get, right. I feel like we get tested more and we get tried more. And if you well, act I like mean, a punk or don't want to step up or whatever, right? Like immediately they're going to go to like, Oh, he's soft or think that you're weak. So it's like, you have to be, you know, you have to be ready to go there at like a moment's notice, you know? Now I, I can actually attest to that because let me see ninth grade, I actually got expelled from school the last two weeks for fighting. And what it was, I had, I had went to a high school out of the area where I really wasn't too familiar with a lot of people. And, uh, I guess it was almost, <laughs> it was almost like, I don't want to say going to jail, but, you know, I was the, I was the new light skinned kid on the block and had a bunch of, you know, a bunch of niggas around there. And I guess they just felt they had to try me. So, dude, I was like getting into fights constantly. It wasn't like they didn't accept me for being black, but it was more so, I guess they just wanted to try me for being light skinned. And then, I got into this one fight two weeks before the end of school year and ended up beating this nigga's ass. And then they fucking threw my ass out of school with a quickness. But uh, they proved you were black. Yeah, I was just going to say, see, it's black (laughs) when 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 it's convenient. (laughs) But that's kind of what I was getting at when I when I brought the topic up. I was saying that, like, um, you know, not just the way that I talk, but I'll I'll catch myself walking a different way and act like I'll I'll put on more of the the peacock, you know, where the peacock spreads its feathers and shows. Right, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, it, it's 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 more than just changing my dialogue. I'll actually catch myself having to what would be perceived, and I'm doing the air quotes, y'all can't see me, but would be perceived <laughs> as harder or tougher or, you know what I'm saying, more like I'm comfortable in my space, so don't get in my space. No, I, I understand what you're saying. I mean, it's 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 kind of like survival, you know what I mean? Because if you <laughs> if you don't if you don't put that on, if you don't uh put on that affectation, then, like we said, you're going to be viewed as 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 a mark or as a target, possibly. Right. 
But whereas if you, you know, you got your chest out and you looking around and you aware and you alert or whatever, more so than you would be in your normal environment, or whatever. And you looking like, you know, not like, like, like you ready for shit, then, you know, they're going to be a little less likely to try you. So, see, I don't think everybody has to do that then. Y'all disagree with me, but I don't think everybody goes through that. I don't think that most dark-skinned people have to worry about that kind of thing when they're in an environment where, you know what I'm saying, it, it, it could be, they could be tested or they could be tried just simply for being light-skinned. Yeah, I see, I see what you mean. You, you might be right. Yeah, I, I agree with that. So. All right, moving on, man. That's, that's all I got. <laughs> Because you know, you know I, I feel like you know the fields are about to come out here in a second, man. You know, <laughs> reminiscing on fucking ninth grade getting kicked out of school and shit. <laughs> See, that's that's what they expect from us. They expect sensitivity. You know, yeah. Yeah, the you slap a really, bitch. The motherfuckers really threw me out of school, dude. The last two fucking weeks. But anyways, <laughs> all right. So I got one more question. This is in uh, regards to Rachel Dolezal. So everybody knows who Rachel Dolezal is. Honestly, I'm tired of talking about this chick. We call her Rachel. Racial, racial dolezal, whatever. So, but there was this one meme going around <laughs> on Facebook. I don't know if you guys seen it, but it was a picture of a cat with his head tilted sideways, you know, looking at <laughs> looking at people. And the meme was like, "What would the meme say?" Uh, I'm checking to make sure all my light skinned friends are actually light skinned and not white people. So basically, did Rachel Dolezal or Rach racial dolezal? Did she really cause everyone in black society to demand proof? that light-skinned people are really black and not white people. So I know I had a couple of my Facebook friends. They were mostly just teasing me and shit, but I wonder how actually real that is because in regards to Rachel Dolezal, for one, there must not be a whole lot of black people in the fucking Northwest because I don't even see – I don't even know how the fuck she was able to fool people with thinking that she was a light-skinned woman to begin with. She looks like a just a regular white chick who likes to dress up like she's a black chick. Because – well, this, this is why and I had this conversation with my wife. Because <laughs> number one, our we, you know they we we they have the the one one drop rule, you know, and if they and they really used to go by that. So if you're going by that, you're going to get a lot of people who oftentimes look a lot more white, and for all intents and purposes, are white, uh, more white than they are black. So we have a history of of uh, having uh, people. That we accept because we pretty much accept anybody, you know, we might tease them and give them shit. But at the end of the day, if you come correct, we're going to accept you. And that's what we do. You know, and that's one of the things I'm trying to uh, get the this, this generation of millennials who are mixed, who don't want to, you know, accept being black or claim being black. It's like you're spitting in our face. You know, you're spitting in the face of black people, because if it wasn't for black people, you wouldn't even have the privilege to deny being black. You wouldn't even have that option to, that you have today. That's a luxury that you have because of all the black people that came before you, you know, and back then, if you were born back then when you didn't have that option, well, black people w w welcomed you into our world, you know? And so there's, we look like everything. We look, black people look like everything. And that's just the truth of it. If you, if you're going by that, you know, one drop or whatever rule or black being dominant, we look like everything. We look like Asians. We look like Indians. We look like, you know, th there is nothing on earth that you can't, you know, that we don't look like. And we don't always look like mixed or whatever. But if you, and, and then, you know, if you say you're black, then, you know, we, we accept that and we accept you. 
That's just how it's always been. We we never demanded proof. So the question was <laughs> <laughs> Fuck y'all. That, that nigga Dino did, did a monologue. <laughs> well, I had that speech written down. I've done this shit all week. I know this ain't got shit to do with the question, but y'all go listen to this. It, what, how didn't it have nothing to do with the uh, Okay, whatever. Uh, <laughs> the question was, have your white friends been looking at you differently? Now well, no, that- well, okay, that's true. It didn't have anything to do with that question, but that that is true. But he did say, how did she pass? That's the part that got me because my wife, like I said, my wife said the same thing. How did she pass for black anyway? Like there's some fucking test that we make people pass. We don't do that. There's no test. The but test the is, is she, the test is what are you? You say you black, you pass the test. But she doesn't even look black, dude. There are pe- there are many black people who don't look black. My mother was one of them. Yeah, people always think I'm Puerto Rican. And people, yeah, that too. Every time I go back down to Florida, everybody, all the all the fucking Hispanics come up to me and just start speaking Spanish to me. I'm just like motherfucker, no hablas. <laughs> I don't. I need black, to uh, Puerto Rican or Cuban. Too. Yeah, I need I need to learn the language so I can really start getting it in down there. With <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, th- you know I think it's been like the the joke of the the month or whatever, but I haven't really noticed anything in my everyday life, and I don't think you would unless you're maybe in in a new environment, you know, meeting new friends or meeting because everybody knows you already. I don't think. You know, they'll probably tease you about it, but I don't think anybody's seriously going to be, you know, double checking your black card. It, it, I think it would take it would take something big that you were trying to do or trying to get over on. And then people will start asking you. But just in your day to day life, I you know, I know she fucked the game up and like everything's upside down. You know, people are arguing like I've never seen so much, you know argument over some shit well i can't say that because people really got offended <laughs> by the fact that that this really matters so let me take that back i just feel like it got way farther than it it shouldn't have gone as far as it did about you know making it so divisive and people jumping on one side or the other um you know fuck that chick oh man people were catching feels over here like oh my goodness oh well fuck them man here's what it is all right, what, what other questions we got, guys? That was the last question I had. Uh, what, what questions okay. you got? You I got answer? one that says, um, well, we actually kind of talked about this a little bit. Do you believe your life has been a bit easier than your darker-skinned brothers and sisters when it comes to employment, cops, et cetera? So I can, I can start this one off. I think that, you know, I personally have never been accosted by police. And maybe that's wow. – I, I don't know if that has to do with the fact that um, – that, I've been respectful every time a policeman has been around or I'm light skinned or I also pull out my ex military or veteran ID when I pull out my driver's license. I don't know if any, if any of those things matter, but you know, I was in the military when I was 19. So as an early, at an early age, I already had that, that military ID card and I've been let go a couple of times with no ticket, no nothing because of that military ID card. So I, I don't know if it's because of me being light skinned or if it's me being respectful or if it's me having a military boat from those three things, I've never been accosted or treated any kind of way by the police. It, it doesn't have anything to do with you being light skinned. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it might have something to do with it. Cause, um, now I have had plenty of family members that have had issues with the cops, but me personally, just like uh, be honest here, I've never been accosted by the police either. And there are times where I should have been. As a matter of fact, I'll give you an example. When I was 21 years old, 
New Year's Eve down in Orlando, I got pulled over twice on the same in the same night while I was drinking and driving, and I didn't get arrested. Wow, <laughs> nothing happened to me. And then about three, you a, a dirt bag, dude. You bro, driving drunk? Bro. Hey, <laughs> I, was, I was twenty. I was getting it in, man. But uh, <laughs> about about a month ago, I was riding my motorcycle out here, the country ass uh, Augusta, Georgia. I was doing close to hundred miles an hour. I was like well over the speed limit. Got caught by a cop. He pulled me over on my bike. This cop could have locked me up because, one, I didn't have my insurance on me. I, I, I'm glad I had my damn driver's license on me. That was all I had. But he actually knocked the ticket price, the, the tickets, the speed ticket down to uh, me only being 15 miles over the speed limit when I could have easily gone to jail. And so I kept thinking about it. I'm like, man, I wonder if I was a, just a, a couple shades darker. Would this be going down a different way? You know right. what I mean? Because uh, when he came up to me, he was, like, highly respectful. He asked me why I was speeding, so going so fast, and I couldn't think of shit. I said, I don't know, officer. You, you caught me. I have no excuse. Wow. And You know what I'm saying? He ran my registration, came back, and was like, all right, I'm not going to – you were going, like, 50, about 40, 50 miles over the speed limit, so you could be arrested. I could impound your bike. Yep. And all, all kinds of crazy shit could have happened, man. But he only wrote me up for being 15 miles over the speed limit, dude. And so and I've had happen too. Mm-hmm. I was just like, too, no, me- so when I think about that incident and the two times I got off when I was 21, and in relation to all the shit that happens to dark skinned people, I'm like, I'm, I really wonder, man, did my light, me being light skinned, did that really play a factor? And maybe that some white people just view light skinned people as quote safer or more accepted than dark skinned people. So. Wow, because well, as a light-skinned person in L.A. and for all my light-skinned homies, we've been fucked with by the cops on many occasions. Many, many, many occasions. I can believe that. <laughs> I, Ice-T, Ice-T schooled me on that, so I, I can believe that. Yeah, I mean, many occasions. I had to, this one particular uh, uh, small city near L.A. called Culver City. They they fucking tried to, uh, I had like a old West flashback. Talking about, we don't want to see you, I don't want to see you in this city again. I'm like, motherfucker, I go to school here. Well, I, I, didn't, I, question, I didn't call him a motherfucker, but, uh, you know. Let me ask you a question, Dino. Yeah. So, so the argument from white people and from the, um, the uh, I guess, the conservative black people who just, you know, I guess are trying to be something else. Their argument is, and that's why I even mentioned it when I said my thing, is that black people are disrespectful when the cops come. Were you acting disrespectful when those cops accosted you or when they treated you that way? No. And see, that's the thing that nobody understands. Not that- not only that, I was under the, the delusion that if I proclaimed that I was a college student, that they would begin to start treating me differently. Oh, yo, you an uppity <laughs> nigger. <laughs> but it, it never it never made a difference. It never made a difference. It like as if the fact that I wasn't dressed like a game banger wasn't, you know, the first clue. You know, and then the fact that we said, you know, we're college students or whatever. It never worked. It never mattered. It never made a difference. We still get cuffed and sat on 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 the curb and whatever else and searched and harassed the whole nine. I mean, oh shit! You know what I just thought about, and and this uh, goes exactly to to the the argument here. When I was seventeen, we had a law here in, in Georgia, in Atlanta, I guess I don't know about Georgia, that after midnight you couldn't be outside. You had a, it was a curfew for seventeen and younger. And I remember being with some of my homies, and of course they were all brown and dark skinned. The cop did pull us out and put us on the ground. And had knees in our backs and had us handcuffed, and it was for nothing. They let us go, but that was the only time I was ever accosted. And guess what? I was with dark skinned people. Those mm. damn darkies. <laughs> 
Like, you know, I had, you know, I, I used to roll with this, uh, I used to roll with this one dark skin dude, real cool dude back in the day. And I remember he told me this one thing. He was like, man, he was like, I prefer to hang out with light skinned people because, man, y'all, y'all can keep a nigga out of trouble. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I, you just told the story that just came to my mind. I was like, man, maybe that shit actually was true. <laughs> so, what, what about jobs? You guys, yeah, you having good luck with jobs. I've had good luck with jobs too. I don't. Uh, this is bad, Mr. Gates. I think you hit it. You hit this one when you asked this question because I think I've had good luck with jobs and interviews as well. I've been treated fairly and nicely. I I, I haven't had that experience either. <laughs> no and, and no in fact probably the opposite like okay on, on my job there uh in order to promote in advance you have to take tests and this, and and the tests are set up to make it more fair and and unbiased but there's still ways around that shit um and i've uh and then if you if you uh make it onto a list and don't get picked up they call it dying on the list I have died on I don't know how many lists with either the top score or one of the top scores. So, yeah, I haven't had that experience either. Wow. I mean, and, you know, to, to, to credit that, though, I was in the military four years. I've been in the music industry 15 years, so I really haven't worked a lot of jobs that weren't that. So maybe that's why. But uh, all the regular corporate America jobs I've ever had, I, I always got the job. When I was in the interview, I was treated, you know, fairly, maybe even equally in some cases. So... I don't know. What about you, Gil? Well, the only real job I've ever had coming out of college was the military. And we know the military accepts every goddamn body. So I can't really, uh, I don't really have any stories of that. Being that the military is the only real job I've ever held down since college. So, mm-hmm. but I am on the verge of getting out of the military. So give me about six months to a year. We can redo this <laughs> podcast all over again. <laughs> so, yeah. So. All right, so what's what's another question we got? I'll do uh, let's that. see. The other one I have is um, well, this one is we've already covered this several times. Is there such a thing as light skin privileges? So, give some examples. Have you ever taken advantage? And um, I've definitely taken advantage of that. You know, like I was saying, just the affectation, changing up my walk and the way I act and the way I speak and all that stuff, just to make sure that you know. And it's it's funny because when I'm around white people, I do that to make them feel comfortable. Do y'all do you guys do that too? Say, say that again. Like when it's when I'm when I'm around the white people that I change for, I'm doing it to make them feel comfortable. Whereas when I'm around the black people, I'm doing it to make me feel comfortable. Oh nah, man, I, I don't do shit to make white people feel comfortable, man. I mean, well then why do you change? <laughs> why do you change the way you talk? Well, the way the way- well, I change. Okay, when I change the way I talk, it's not like for one, it's not like my normal way of speaking is on some old ratchet bullshit that you might hear in the rap song. So I don't, I don't even talk like that normally. You know what I'm saying? But I guess when I'm around a lot of white people or whatever the case may be, I don't con- I'm consciously aware of how I speak, but it's not like I'm I don't I don't know how to describe it. It's not like I'm purposely <laughs> trying to sound white. It's just I work in the IT environment, so it's not like I'm going up in there, yeah, my nigga, you know what I'm saying? We finna plug this motherfucking computer up in this bitch. It's just, <laughs> I, I just speak the fucking jargon and the lingo, you know what I'm saying, when I'm around people in that environment. But when I get around a bunch of, you know, black people, whatever the case may be, we're just talking about some straight black-related issues, and, I, you know, I just kind of, you know, just fall back into, you know, what makes, what everybody can, I guess you could say, quote, relates to the most, you know what I'm saying, without even actually thinking about it, but... So, I don't okay, do it to make what I'm saying, comfortable though. I, I don't but, think so. But, 
I think that's what you're doing, though. Otherwise, you could just talk about the same things you talk about your homies with when you're around white people, but you don't. Well, only, and it's not for you. But the only time I'm really around white people like that is when I'm at a prof- in a professional setting, like a job. You know what I mean? So it's not like I'm casually I – don't, I don't have a whole bunch of white friends that I hang out with on a regular basis. And but see, white friends, friends – that- Nah, because yeah. white friends, you wouldn't have to change. They wouldn't be your friends otherwise. I mean, I wouldn't hang around yeah, with people who make people different. I yeah. know some white people that I associate with every now and then outside of the job. And, you know, I just talk like how the fuck I feel like talking. But 99, I want to say 99% of the white people I associate with on a regular basis, they're all at the job. So right. I, I can't just go in there and just start letting niggas fly all over the place because that's just not acceptable language in a professional environment, I guess you could say. Especially Unless you work in a strip club. That, yeah, unless you work at a strip club and seeing titties, yeah, but I don't work at a strip club looking at titties all day, so, you know, I, I don't know, man. Maybe in six months. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see, you know what I'm saying? They might need some IT work at the strip club. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so, because, you know, with this Confederate flag issue, uh, you know, everybody knows about the Confederate flag, and, you know, let me tell you something, man, for the past couple of days, I've been giving white people this work on this on this damn flag and this history man and i think honestly a lot of white people at my job they're really starting to discover how black i really am <laughs> and i think it's actually kind of and it, it's funny because a uh, matter of fact today just out of the blue this light-skinned dude came up to me today <laughs> and he said he was like man hey man i heard you talking to them other white people over there and you know i remember i heard one of them say something about the uh the black panthers trying to compare it to the kkk and then the way you went off on them you didn't go off on them like a nigga but you started going off on them spitting all these facts and figures and in a respectable manner and he was like I just never seen nobody do nothing like that. And I was like, nigga, you talking to me like I'm some fucking, you know, goddamn superhero <laughs> celebrity around this bitch. But, you know, in regards to the white people, when it comes to shit like that, especially with this flag, man, I'm not being I'm not talking to these motherfuckers to make them feel comfortable at all in regards to that flag shit. Like I, I give these motherfuckers the business on that. And I think now they're starting to look at me like, man, you know, this motherfucker might not be as friendly, the friendly light skinned nigga we thought he was, you know, so yeah, that, that flag yeah. shit changes everything. Oh, man. Jesus Christ. These motherfuckers, man, a lot of these white people, honestly, I, I get the whole, you know, one guy was like, you know, I had relatives that fought in the uh, Civil War and died. That's just my Southern heritage. But I'm trying to explain this motherfucker. Like, okay, what was that heritage built off of, bitch? Slavery, motherfucker. And they just don't, honestly don't want to, they don't want to see it. And so that's when, you know, I got to, I guess they like to call it, I'm going into militant Malcolm X mode on their ass. So I'm like, all right. So, but I don't know, man. That's my experience. I don't. I don't believe I consciously do it to please these motherfuckers. So I don't, maybe I do. I don't fucking know, man. That's a that's a hard ass question. I man, somebody else talk <laughs> shit. <laughs> Light skinned niggas never want to talk when they ask a question. <laughs> oh, that's that's all we got from my question bag, Dino. Okay, all right. So I'll, I'll hit you guys up with uh, my questions. Let's see. We'll start with this one. Is there the perception that we are making the term a new code for house Negro? Or is it a benign identification tool? The term being light skin, that is. Um, I would say, I'm sorry, what was that? Who wrote that damn question, dude? Translate that shit. (laughs) Uh, One of my listeners, Glade. Basically, he's saying, okay, he's saying is, 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 is light skin basically uh, uh, a euphemism for house nigga or is it 
um, a harmless term that we just use to identify people. Uh, I, think I think it's just a harmless term, man. I think it's what something mean? in the middle. I think it's something in the middle. I don't, I think, cause I think it depends on who you ask and who, I think it varies from person to person. I don't think as a collective, black people as a collective, as a, th- that we all feel the same way about the term, whether light skin or dark skin, I think there's a lot of different feelings involved in it. So I think overall, uh, there might be some people who view it as, as cold for house Negro or house nigga. And there's some people who view it as just a, a you know, a harmless, uh, identification tool. I personally, I think like most things, it falls somewhere in the middle. You know, it, it falls in that, that shade of gray. It's not black or white. It's somewhere in that shade of gray, uh, is where it falls. Like, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's maybe not as, uh, uh, aggressive or, you know, as, as house, house Negro, uh, the majority of the time, but I also don't think it is, it's as, uh, harmless as just a, a, a basic identification tool either. I think there's a little more something, something to it than that. I think it's in the middle as well, but I think how people decide which end of the spectrum you're on is, is in relation to how, I guess you view black America. So, if dark skinned people think you're a house nigga, then more than likely they probably think your political views and social views align more with white society or your white side of your family. If they think of you just as strictly as a light skinned dude, then they probably be- probably believe that your political and social views align more so with black society. So right. I think that's how I think it kind of works. Right. I hear you. I think that the question, um, it kind of assumes that we either know or had part in coining that term. I don't, I think that the etymology of the word is important here. We need to know where the word came from. Like, I don't know that black people came up with that word or that I don't know who came up with it, but I know I didn't, I for damn sure didn't come up with it. So, um, I don't use it as a term for anything. It's just what everybody accepts. You know, it's kind of the, what everybody has accepted as being what I am. Mm. So when I say it, I'm saying it so that you'll know what the hell I'm talking about because you also know, what light skin means. Okay. It don't go no deeper than that for me. Sorry. <laughs> no problem. No problem. Okay. Well, if y'all have problems with that question, what y'all hear this one? <laughs> it's only the 20th century that the terms white and black were inst- instituted to perpetuate segregation. Whereas prior to that, Europeans were merely identified by their nation of origin, Swedes, Swiss, Irish, etc. By using the term light skin, are we adopting and per- perpetuating a divisive labeling system based on the melanin counting of intu- institutionalized racism? Absolutely. I mean, I'm going to just be a pragmatist about it. Any, any label is feeding into that. Uh, you know, they're across the world. They've even adopted it as well. Whereas when, you know, the times I've been in, in different countries further back in the days, back in the 90s, black people in other countries did not consider themselves black. Whereas now people across the entire world are labeling people black that are darker skin, no matter what country they're in. So I think that it's yeah, absolutely that is feeds directly in to the racial labels. And unfortunately, because the U.S. is at the forefront of a lot of leadership this bullshit has fed out into the world and now everybody's using black and white as a, a some kind of some kind of ruler for what social class you are even if it has nothing to do with your pocket it's really just about you know yeah. almost like a caste system 
Yeah, and uh, I agree with you, B. Um, and to to bear witness to that, I have a friend who is uh, African, he's Sudanese, right? And he tells a story about when he was when he first came to this country and he was in college. First came over as a college student, and his whole life he considered himself Sudanese or, in a broader sense, African. But black, they didn't consider themselves black. They didn't. That wasn't a term that they used. They didn't, you know, they didn't get that. And uh, he said uh, he was driving across country and uh, he got pulled over by police, you know, and they start calling him black nigger and all this kind of stuff. And he said it was that that was the day he learned that he was black. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But before that, he never knew that he was black, but he knows now that he's black. Yeah. He got his, got his nigga, his nigga wake up call. Right, he got his his in, his, his uh, indoctrination. <laughs> it's the real deal, man, and it's everywhere. That's that spread not just in inside the walls of the United States. That's everywhere now. People overseas are using the term black and white as if that was what they always did. Right, right, and let's not get it twisted though. Even though they didn't use the term uh, black and white, they still had. Uh, it was there was still they they still had a racial caste system you know right. uh the the europeans had that stuff imperialism has <laughs> had long been set in all over the globe you know so they they always had everywhere on on the globe that you go uh it's pretty much like the lighter you are the better and the darker you are the worse that's that's pretty much universal as well whether they said uh light skin or or black or white or whatever that might be relatively yeah. new, but the the fact that that white is better and comes with privilege that is nothing new. That is Don't get it twisted. New. Now, the, the United States is since the 1700s. They, those white people are from Europe, so it, it didn't just happen here. They didn't start that feeling and those you know that oppression here. That was right. That <laughs> before was the 1700s. They felt like that. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, definitely in the works before this country was even started. So, yes, sir. Okay, so I guess that's all of our questions. Yeah, I don't have any more. You, got, you guys got any more? No, I don't have any more. So I'm, I, I hope that I don't know if this helped, hurt, or if it didn't do shit. But you know, at least, <laughs> <laughs> but hashtag light skin absolutely motherfucking matters. Well, I, I had a good time. I, I like this. You know. All right then. Well, with that, we're going to go ahead and close out. Um, B, y'all still there? Oh, there you are. You back? There he is. (laughs) Okay. Man, somebody knocked me offline. Yeah, (laughs) big brother. Why don't you go ahead and uh, plug plug your uh, your show and and give out your contact info before you get dropped off again? Since Mm -hmm. we we were going, we're wrapping up now. I'm about to. (laughs) Oh, all right. So this guild, light skin superhero. You guys can find me on the Onyx Truth. That is O N Y X T R U T H dot com. You want to hit me off with an email? Send it to. Gil at Onyx Truth is G-I-L at OnyxTruth.com. All right, B? Yep, I'm um, be honest. Um, I got a few shows, so bear with me for a minute. You can check me out on the Rare Sonnets Network. Uh, the biggest show we got right now is the No Nonsense Show. You can hit us up at NoNonsenseShow.com. We also have the No Nonsense Sports Show, offspring of that. And then lastly, we have the 9010 Rule, which is a music business and you know just a, a fun show as well. You can visit our website, T-H-E-9010-R-U-L-E.com, the9010rule.com. All right, and I am Dino Red of the Red Rock Podcast Network, and uh, our main show is The Shiznit Show. 
And uh, we also have the Pot of Thrones, which is a seasonal show. We just uh, wrapped for the season. We'll be back next season with all new uh, episodes about your favorite fantasy show. And you can catch us. You can find us on Stitcher, iTunes, uh, just about any place podcasts can be found. You can find us there. Uh, you can find us on Facebook under, uh, you can find me under Dino Red. You can find me on the Shiznit Show. And you can also find the fan page under the Red Rock Podcast Network. And the same thing on Twitter, at the Shiznit Show or at Thrones Pod. So those are the two uh, Twitter handles. And uh, if you want to send an email to to uh, to me, you can send it to the sh- the Show at gmail.com. That's the email address. All right. So thank you guys for tuning in to the first. And I'm sure, judging by the response that we've gotten, the pre-response and the feedback and whatever else, uh, I expect the show to do very well. And I I expect that we will be doing more. So you can probably look for us. Uh, well, we'll talk about it. We don't know. Yeah, if we're we'll gonna... let, let the market dictate. So yeah. let us let us know, guys, if you want us to do more stuff. That's right. All right. All right. And don't let the curls fool you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And we're out.